Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Moon. Yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. moon, yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. The following is a Sweet Truth Media production and may not be suitable for all audiences. Brothers and sisters, get around. It's time for the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth. <laughs> Hey, welcome to this episode of Sanctuary of Sweet Truth. I'm Sugar Shane. Got my co-host with me, Billy Dees. Hello, everyone. How y'all doing? Got Jack Casey with me as well. Hey, guys. What's going on? Oh, uh, y'all had a pretty good. What's it? A Thursday? Pretty good few days. Yeah, it hasn't been bad. Uh, you know, just yeah, just getting stuff done. I actually shoveled snow this morning for the first time this year i might i might have like swept it before but this is the first time i actually had to you know get a shovel and push snow so i'm already tired of it you guys get a lot i only got like like two inches yeah it it wasn't much it might have been a little bit more than that maybe three or four and it was real light fluffy snow so it wasn't that horrible yeah yeah, it was, we had it just steady. It was all day yesterday, and today it was supposed to have been over with at 6 o'clock in the morning originally. And then each time you turned around, it kept getting a pump on my phone, going to snow, and then it will be over the next few hours. It didn't stop till a day till like 2.30, 3 o'clock, something like that. And I'm like, it, it was supposed to have ended this morning. And I, these weather men, man, they can't get it right every time. They don't know no more than anybody else, I don't think. No, probably not. Uh, I mean, yeah, my I, car was encased in a nice uh, layer of ice earlier, so that was fun to um, uh, deal with before I went and did laundry. I had to go pick up Huck today from school, but the car was covered in snow, but I didn't, it really didn't have any ice. I just took the brush and brushed it all off. But uh, it hadn't really turned into ice yet. But I'm just tired of it. 68 days of spring, and I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> And people oh, yeah. are like, oh, the snow's so pretty. And it's like, yeah, it's pretty for about 10 seconds until you see your car. And then after that, yeah. it's just a nuisance. But it'd be pretty. Yeah. Like I said before, I wouldn't care if I worked out of my house. And I could go and come with a please or, you know, not have to drive in if I didn't have to. You know, hell, I'd stay in the house in the winter most of the time until it would, unless it just got clean roads and it wouldn't snow it. I wouldn't care nothing about it then. I wouldn't give a shit if it snowed all year. But when you got to get out at it and fight it half the time, they don't do the damn roads right. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. 
I mean, and I tell you yeah. what, infrastructure at Cuyahoga Falls ought to be great. Because every damn time I turn around, every every time I turn a corner, some asshole doing road work. How the hell we got bad <laughs> roads around here? I can't even understand. See, around here, they just plow, like, the main road, and then, like, the road around the courthouse, and that's pretty much it. And then they're like, ah, I'll just get to the other, the rest of it, you know, in a couple days. Yeah, that's so, pretty uh, much what they do here. Yeah, the side roads are a little bit messy, even still this morning. As I was riding down the main roads, I'd look over, and you could see where they were still a little slushed up. You know, they wouldn't really screw with them too much. Luckily, we don't live. I have to be. I have to say, I'm pretty fortunate about where I leave, because where I leave from work, as long as they get to it and plow it, I work. I live on a pretty much a main road, so right. I take a ride out of it, go straight up to another main road, and off of that main road's where I work. So <laughs> yeah, I'm just kind of hoping it doesn't keep up, because I got to go up to Elyria on Saturday for my buddy's birthday and to meet his new boyfriend. So uh, um, that'll be interesting. Yeah, it's supposed to snow Saturday sometime. I don't know what time, but it's supposed to sometime. Oh, last, God. I, last I heard, like I said, though, weather may get it wrong, too. So maybe they got it wrong this time, but it ain't going to snow. So I'm a firm believer. Don't check the weather till about 15 minutes before you got to go somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> especially. Sometimes you're just better off looking out the window. Yeah, right? yeah. About it, especially in Northeast Ohio, <laughs> where I don't know, Mother Nature's been like taking meth or something because it'll be 55 degrees one day and then we get two inches of snow the next. But do you think we're gonna have a state of emergency called? Well, yeah, for the benefit of our listeners, we're talking about the border, the border wall. wall, is that yeah, correct? The border yeah, the border wall, yeah, okay. I don't know, yeah. I hope not. He this says, whole thing is out of control. It's really going wacky now, man. I mean, it's really gotten ridiculous. And he says that he's got White House counsel or whoever the hell they are has advised him. He probably him that he, can do it. Yeah. He says he can do it with it, you know, and get the military to do it. But, man, if he does, dude, he's just putting damn fuel on the fire. He might as well just take the flame that's already burning and just dump a good damn ton of gas right on it. Yeah. I mean... Uh, it, it, <laughs> I got to tell you, both sides are are out of control on this. Uh, oh, yeah, you can say one or the other, but Pelosi's as bad I, as he is. Have you uh, have you guys you guys know the painting American Gothic, right? With the guy yeah. standing there with a the pitchfork yeah. and uh, that, that. Have you noticed the memes with Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi? <laughs> And I'm telling you, it looks just like him. I, did you did you notice the expression on her face when she was? Oh, she looked like she was. I don't know what. Like she was frozen. Yeah. Um. It, 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 the whole thing, the whole thing is just a. She's <laughs> looking rough. Circus man. Yeah. Just like a whole thing is like an absolute circus. Yeah. I, I find like- it kind of ironic. That, I find it kind of ironic that uh, we're not paying our border patrol right now, and like we're not paying the TSA and all that over exactly. a stupid wall oh, yeah, that's I, I, not going to do anything. I, I, I've, you, you know, if his approach, and, and this is from a guy who, you know, when I say I do marketing, a lot of times what I really mean is I'm a really good BSer, and, <laughs> and really what you what you got to do is if, if I would have been working for the president, I would have packaged this whole thing up with the wall and saying that the wall is only part of what we want to do with border security. Okay, there's certain areas that should be covered by a wall. There's certain areas that should be covered by technology. We need to beef up the inspections of people coming through the the. Uh, uh, legal entry points and we should have more funding for the courts and everything to have the ability 
to make determinations as far as deportations versus you know felony uh, arrests and so forth and that way we have a nice uh you know overall revamped immigration program with uh, border security involved in it and that would have been a lot more sellable package yeah then you either give me the wall or i'm shutting down the government well he's asking for 5.7 billion and according to what I've heard, the figures are, it's, yeah, he's wanting $5.7 billion, but over time, the total cost of this wall could be $70 billion over time. Yeah, I don't, yeah, it's hard to say. And I mean, there has been, there has been, objectively speaking, there has been walled areas yeah. put in place, starting with the Bush administration and then continued with Obama. Right. And so here again, they, they, they just... Something about this Trump organization, they, they really miss their marks when it comes to selling stuff. It's really an in-your-face type approach. And uh, I hear, again, objectively speaking, I don't pro or con whether you like Trump or not. This whole thing could have been sold a lot better. Oh, could yeah. have been sold a lot better. Well, and, and, the, and the same goes with the Democratic side. The same goes with them. Their opposition to this is, you know, the wall is inhumane and all this other stuff. Well, walls aren't inhumane. They have them no. in Israel, and all these rich politicians got walls around their houses. You know, it's not like uh, anybody's accusing them of hating all the poor people that live in the but town if beside. Wanna, if you want to say that, that's the stupidest shit I ever heard. Because if you want to go as far as to say that they're inhumane, then we ought to just do away with borders all to fucking gather. Let's not even have state yeah. borders. Let's not have country borders. Just cut out everything. And let's not have any wall. Yeah, don't even let's have not countries. Have any that's, wall in, that's inhumane. That's a line. That's a that's a property line. That's inhumane. Let's do away with that. That's bullshit. Yeah, that's just all, people all trying all to pull up out their ass. All these. <laughs> All these walled uh, uh, neighborhoods where all these rich people live and these gated communities, all those have to come down. Yeah. I mean, you know, the vast majority of people out there aren't going to rob your house. The vast majority (laughs) of people out there aren't going to try to hurt you. You might as well just let them in. There's only a few that are going to do that. There's only a few that are going to do that. Yeah. My only hope is that the Great Wall of America is at least painted red, white, and blue and aesthetically pleasing. There you go. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying that the wall is the answer because it's not. I mean, most of the drugs that he's bitching about coming in oh, come no, in no. through porter control. No, it's not, it can't be the only component. In a, no, in a car that doesn't come in. I mean, it comes in through the vehicles because when you come through Mexico in a car, you go through and security sometimes checks you. A lot of times don't because it's a lot of damn cars coming through. They just randomly pick one. So if you got the shit stashed in your car and you get through, you're into America with drugs. You don't have to go through a damn wall, and you went in legally. Most of the well, drugs not only that, but a country, lot of legally. drugs like a lot of drugs come in too from the ports, like in uh, California and right. New York and all that, because there's millions and millions of containers like every week that come through. They can't catch everything. I yeah. mean. And then the cartels and all that are just like, well, we lost a shipment. It's just the cost of doing business, you know? Right. Well, and here again, I blame the American people for that because the, the, what this really comes down to is economics. Without the demand, there wouldn't be the supply. And we as Americans just can't get enough stuff that's going to alter the way our mind works. Right. That's what it boils down to. Yeah, it is. I mean, if you, I mean,. There's a lot of truth to that because if we if we didn't have the supply and demand over here, guess what? There wouldn't be that many drugs coming over here because they'd be wasting their time and wasting their money and efforts. Yep. Yep. And if we just legalized all drugs in the first place and taxed them and then you know put them through dispensaries, then it would be American jobs and all that, and 
someone wants to go to rehab, well, we have rehab for you now. If you want to break into cars, treat it as a property crime, you know? Can't support your habit, then you shouldn't be doing it. Right. It's just, people are going to do drugs. I mean, over in China, you can get executed. Oh, yeah, over in China, you can get executed for having a joint. doesn't stop people from smoking weed over in China. I mean, you know. Yeah. You get executed for it? Yeah, you can. Jesus. Drug charges can get your can also get your family disappeared. Wow. You just don't see people talk about it much. Well, yeah, I imagine not. Uh, he walked out on the meeting today. They had a meeting to talk about the uh, over the government shutdown. He walked out on it. And like I said, it's both parties, though. It's both people doing it. I mean, Nancy Pelosi, she wants to talk about Trump, but she's standing her ground just as much as he is. And she's like, I'm not going to bend, so she's just as responsible as he is. He, he, he even asked her, he, he said, they they came out and said, when the government shutdown is over, then we'll talk. Well, he knows that's not going to happen. That's why he says he ain't going to do it. I mean, I'm not saying he's right or wrong, but damn, he ain't stupid in that area. I mean, hell, if he, as soon as he says he's going to do it, they ain't going to agree to it. And then he asked if I shut down, if I open the government back up, are you going to agree to sit down and we'll get this going? And they said, Nancy said no. So what the hell you think is going to happen? So that's when he walked out of the meeting because she's. I'm just I, having this. I'm loving this image I have in my head of him with his tiny fist balled up, like stomping uh, out of the room, like a toddler you just told couldn't have a popsicle. Yeah, I just don't like her. I think she's shitless. I don't have no use for. Her. I never have liked her. I didn't like her when she was running with when she was working with Obama. I don't like her now. I ain't never had two cents worth of shit for her. I don't like her at all. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand her. I wouldn't piss on her ass if she was on fire. I'd just be honest. Oh, man. I do not like her. I have no use for her. There is so much shit I don't That's like funny. about her, I could write a goddamn book. I just don't like her. Now, the other guy that she's talking with, I don't know much about him. I'll be honest. Chuck Schumer? Yeah. I, I mean, I know of him, and I've listened to him a little bit, but I don't really know a lot about him. But Nancy Pelosi, I ain't never had no use for since day one. And it's not because she's a, a Democrat. Of, I just don't like her. A lot of my conservative friends are going to hit the ceiling when they hear me say this, but he isn't actually so bad. Um, he is a typical politician, though. He, yeah. He, he, yeah, he knows how to, to work the crowd politically. And uh, he's related to uh, uh, Amy Schumer. Is that her name, the comedian? Oh, uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I know uh, who she, you're talking about, the blonde. Yeah, they're related yeah. somehow. Oh, I, didn't I don't know either. if I yeah, go yeah. as far to call her a comedian, but uh, yeah, yeah, she's a yeah. she's a celebrity <laughs> yeah. for yeah, some reason. Yeah. Well, she's a joke it, too. It typically, um, you know, when there's a movement in 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 the media, let's call it that, especially in the, in the, in showbiz reporting, that just tells you how funny a certain comedian is. That's a pretty good indication that they're really not that funny. Yeah, she, yeah. She's in. She's in that group. Yeah, you shouldn't have to most, tell nobody. Mo- most of the ones, that, most of the ones that are funny, the ones are always in trouble for yeah. saying some kind of crazy. Right. Yeah, but I, I like the guys with the cutting edge. I, I always saw did. that. I saw that one uh, stand-up special she did on Netflix that everybody gave her shit for because uh, she stole a bunch of the jokes on it. And I got about like fifteen minutes in before I was like, you know what? I would actually rather eat a cinder block than yeah. watch the rest of this all the way through. Yeah. It's like, oh, you yeah, have a vagina and a period. You're so hilarious and yeah. original out there, you know. Okay, great. That's one of the it's, reasons it's why I can't listen to a lot of female comedians is they talk about shit that I just don't want to hear about, man, sometimes. I'm, I mean, it's nothing against all female comedians. Some are good. 
But right. some of oh, them, are, yeah. some of them are just. Oh yeah, but some of them, I'm just. They start talking about periods like you're talking about and shit like that, and I'm like, you done lost me. I don't want to fucking hear no more. I mean, <laughs> I just don't care. But yeah, there is. There, she's one of those. Oh yeah, she'll get kind of out there. Yeah, look up her uh, her joke thieving too. Like go on YouTube and just look up Amy Schumer steals jokes or whatever. She steals from a lot of people, oh. and that's another reason it, she's it, gotten it, in big trouble. It's pretty bad when you're not funny and you steal the material. Yeah, right. <laughs> if yeah. you can't be funny when you're ripping off material, it's pretty bad. It's just like I, I didn't know that. You know, I didn't know that. That's news to me. That's uh, that's yeah, interesting. She, yeah. She's a major joke thief. Um. And it's just like, you know what, sweetheart, not everybody can be good at everything they want to get, be good at, you know? Go yeah. find a day job or something. Yeah. Just shut up. She was in I some got movie, a, but I forget what it was. Yeah, it was some awful movie that yeah. uh, Quinn wanted me to watch, and I, I was like, no, that's a hard no. I'm not watching that. <laughs> I lose too many brain cells every day reading about politics. I don't need to start on that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh... Did want to mention uh, one of the things that pissed me off also, though, is I seen this interview after the fact, or is, it might have been when he got back from Mexico or right before he went. I can't remember which, but he was in there and he says, he says, I never said that Mexico was going to pay for the wall. I'm like, well, directly, oh, directly, yeah. and I'm no, like, he, he did say Fuck directly yeah, many he times. Did. Yeah, he yeah. said it many times. I can find it. If I, I'll find it on YouTube, and I will have it on here Monday. Because I have heard right. him, I've heard him say it quite a number of times when he was running. Because that was one of the things when he would say that. I'd say I, every time he said it, I said that's bullshit. Because there ain't no fucking country just gonna say okay, yeah, because you said so. We're gonna pay for it. That's bullshit. That ain't never gonna happen. You might as well get. You know what, America? <laughs> Mexico loves you so much. Then we're going to build the Great Wall of America for you. Yeah. Just out of the kindness of our hearts. That's just okay, dumb shit. whatever, dude. And, uh, but then he, now he says that uh, he didn't mean it that way. It wasn't like they were really just going to sign us a check. Oh, of course Write us didn't. a check. I meant they were going to pay indirectly with like many, many times over. Because of the, uh, what was it, how did he put it? Because of the trade deals or something the, like yeah, that. Yeah, the trade I'm agreement, like, yeah. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Maybe that's what he's saying now that he's backpedaling, but that ain't what he meant during the campaign, because the words out of his mouth is they will pay for the wall. He never said nothing about no damn trades, no damn deals, none of that shit during the campaign. He said, oh, I remember the Mexico first time I saw for the wall. I remember the first time I saw him say that, I was like, man, he should be a stand-up comedian, because that's the funniest <laughs> fucking thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, I know what I heard. politics, That's man. pretty much where I stood, too, because I was like, Get that, that fat orange idiot on the, mi- or on the stage <laughs> with a microphone. Like, oh, my God. I was like, this shit ain't happening. First time I heard it, I was like, ain't no way to hell. If he, do- if he can pull, let's put it this way, he's got two years to pull that shit off. If he pulls that shit off, I'll almost classify him as the best goddamn president that's ever been in office. I'm going to go get a big jug of maple syrup and Canada's going to pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Jack, did you uh, get a chance to check out that uh, crime bill I was telling you about? Uh, Vaguely, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I had other stuff going on, too. It, so. It's actually pretty good. And, I'm gonna uh, look into that again. Uh, what's? I'll just well, it, in Trump. Yeah, it, it was a uh, bipartisan uh, agreement, and uh, both sides should be getting more credit for that. Both sides should. All right, they, I've got it up in a tab right now, so I'll check it out when we get off air. 
they, they, and my point is, is that both sides should be talking about accomplishments like that. And right now, both sides are consumed. Oh yeah, consumed with this wall. Yeah, and it's it's one of the reasons why Americans have such a low opinion of politicians in general. And let me tell you something: I'm at the top of that list. I oh, honestly, uh, yeah, I definitely am. If you would compare me to Abraham Lincoln or 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 John Kennedy or somebody like that, I'd probably have to say, you know, I could never be a president. I honestly could be a politician. I honestly, <laughs> in my heart, feel that I could be better than any of them. That are that are in office today, and that let me tell you something. Right that's not a good you. thing. That's bad. Yeah. If I'm, right I'm, if I'm the best option you've got, you're we're in bad shape. Well, hey, buddy, just to help you out, I've been offering solectomies at half price. So if you want to come on over, I'll draw up the pentagram and get the candles, and we'll get you started on your political career. All right. <laughs> I'm right there with you, though. I feel the same way. I feel like I could do just about as good a job as any of yeah, these. Absolutely. Are. Sure. It's just, yeah. it's fun to me to watch a bunch of 70-year-old toddlers fight, you know? Like, either side, doesn't matter. It's just, like, oh, yeah. you know, this stupid wall that nobody wants. But on the other hand, it's like, you can't, like, I don't know, let them, let them put up, like, a, I don't know, a bead curtain or something, you know? Just something yeah. little to make them shut up. But, you know, the other side won't do that. And I mean, personally, I think the wall is the stupidest goddamn thing I've ever heard. But, I mean, that's just me. I mean, as people are going to get around it, they'll dig tunnels underneath it like they there's did tunnels with already that there. drug tunnel. Yeah. There's, there's tunnels I mean, already there in the meeting. One of the meetings he had with some of the Border Patrol over there today. When, or when, yeah, was, was it today? Yeah. Yeah. When he was having some of the Border Patrol meeting, there was a lady that was sitting there talking to him, and she showed him pictures of the fucking tunnels that were going under the under the entryways, that they were, and they were still finding them. They were, they're hidden, and they're finding them along the like, way. Lots of illegals come from like Asia and Africa over you know the oceans are going to wall off the fucking Pacific Ocean now. I mean, yeah. like, where well, does it end? You know, well, it's like they said during the campaign. They said that sixty percent of illegals don't even come over the wall. Sixty percent of the illegals from Mexico come through the air by getting visas, and then they just overstay their visas and stay here. That's how sixty yeah, percent of them get here. Not through the fucking yeah, walls yeah. or over the border. So, I mean, are we just never going to allow, like, any foreign national tourists or anything ever again? I mean, because it happens all the time. People come here and they just they just stay. Yeah. You know? That'll be the next damn step he'll start saying. No more visas over here. Or some well, shit. Yeah, well, well he's already tr- uh, doing his best to tank the economy. So, I mean, why not take yeah. it a step further? Screw it. It's on its way if they don't get this shit straightened out. They don't really realize how dangerous we're in right now. The people are so damn stupid. They think, it, uh, they think oh, 20 days. Uh, yeah, 20 days right now. But if it keeps going, there's going to be some damn big issues come out of this. We're going to have some fucking problems. Well, yeah, the workers now, from what I understand, tomorrow is the uh, first day that a lot of them are going to start missing paychecks. Uh, and that's when that's when things are going to start to get hairy because people aren't going to start showing up for work. Oh, yeah, they're already having TSAs come yeah. off. They, they ain't even showing up. Yeah. So, I mean, why would they? I wouldn't go to work and work for nothing. I'm just not going to lie to you about it. It ain't going to happen. I mean, I know they're going to pay you back up, whatever you want to call it, but still. Yeah, that's the thing. You have to be careful there, Um, depending on what your agreement was. A lot of uh, federal employees, for example, can't strike or do anything like that. And as long as you're going to get your money eventually, you have to be very careful about doing that because you could forfeit that. Yeah, if you true. don't show up for work. Yeah, I guess that's the only thing. So, I mean, that, that's something. I'm, I'm not sure the legalities on that, but I would be careful. 
I don't uh, remember who said it, but a good quote is, um, uh, any society out there is only about six to nine missed meals away from a revolution. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, that's true. And, uh, well, and you, yeah. you know, oh, if they're going to shut the government down, how about shut everything down? No more mail exactly. service, no more, uh, no cops, no firefighters, none of that. And then I'll bet you shit would get fixed real quick yeah. if you had a bunch of American citizens, like, you know, not not getting their social security checks and food stamps, stuff like that. I mean, that that's a good way to wake people up. But no, we just kind of screw a bunch of federal employees well, who you may or may not pay later. You know? I, I would like Congress not to get paid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Congress shouldn't be paid in the first place. I would, place. too, yeah. Yeah, I think it should be uh, not paid during this time. I agree. Because the government shut down their ass senators and Congress and everybody shouldn't get paid. Yeah, how come <laughs> their health insurance still works? That's kind of fucked up. Like, yeah, it is. Know. In fact, a friend of mine is a um, an air traffic controller, and uh, he's part of the shutdown. And he said that he just missed his first paycheck. I mean, mm-hmm. so we're going to put a bunch of like you know people in planes in danger and everything too. We're going to shut down border security and everything. And oh, that's that's great. You know, that defeats the purpose of that. It's just it's, it's just so stupid to me. It doesn't make sense. Exactly. Sure. I did like one thing Nancy Pelosi said, and I'll give her credit for this. In an interview, that talking about she met with the president when she met with him, <clears throat> and they were talking about having that beating he walked out on, she asked him, she said, well, you know, people are going to start missing paychecks. She says, not everybody can go to their dad and get money. She said, <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> I did like oh, that Oh, that's real good. Did, oh, that's a good burn. I, I like did, that. I did like that part. And she said, if they can, then that's great for them, but not everybody can do that. And I was like, you know, I have to give her props for that. <laughs> that was a good. Yeah. He never had to miss nothing. He's never missed a bill. Yeah. He's never had to wonder about how he's going to make rent. I mean, what if this thing goes, yeah, I mean, they're going to get back paid. Okay, that's great. But some how many, of them. But, or some of them. But think about this. These people are missing all these checks. Let's say it goes on another damn month. These people are missing checks. A lot of folks live paycheck to paycheck. Are some of these landlords? Are some of these landlords going to take? Oh, you might get paid another few weeks. Can, we'll wait till the end to take your pay. Nope. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's what I'm saying. You know, I mean, it depends hey. on your situation. From what I understand, uh, some banks are are, are going to give federal employees, you know, some some leniency, uh, but others are not. You can't count on that. Right. So you're putting a lot of a lot of people in a really bad situation. You really are. Well, I'm going to tell you what I think, and I've got this written down. I had this written down, actually, about five days before our New Year's Eve show that you weren't able to be on, Billy. We're sorry about that, but <laughs> but uh, yeah. I actually, I actually had this written down. This is not as a result of the shutdown that happened 20 days ago, because I already had it written down. My prediction for this year, I believe Donald Trump will either, and I'm not saying this because, but I believe what this may be one of the things that heads him in that direction. If he doesn't resign or impeached, I think he'll at very least be indicted this year sometime. That's my prediction for Donald Trump. One of those he'll three will happen. Yeah, he'll be. Yeah, he will. Hey, I thought. For a second there, I thought you said ignited. Is this oh, someone no. going to set well, up that a fire? Might, that might like, happen, too, if he keeps going down the road he's going. But I mean, <laughs> I'm just, not by me, so don't get no threats out there. But I'm just saying, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't need the goddamn Secret Service showing up. You got a lighter, we heard you are going to ignite him. <laughs> but I, but that's my, that was my prediction for this year. 
law, uh, and the other thing I had for this year as far as political uh, thing is I believe uh, my own personal view I believe we'll see a rise in anti-Semitism uh, not necessarily America but in general but uh, yeah I think I think there's a chance he could be on his way out I do not think Mike Pence will be affected though so if it did indeed happen I think he would probably be the president take over for the two years he remains and then if somebody else will be elected it won't be Mike Pence that's just my prediction you know what's always amused me about anti-Semites what's that the fact that like they're always going around saying oh the Jews control the media and the Jews control the banks and the Jews are you know part of the one world conspiracy and all that it's like ah so you idiots are basically walking around whining because you think they're better than you that's because they Where, are. Where's your white supremacy now, you morons? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was about to say. If they own all the banks and they got all this, they're like, it's a fucking better than us then. <laughs> <laughs> Assholes. <laughs> that, it's, it's, never, it's never made sense to me because yeah. every conspiracy you see out there is that they have all the power. <laughs> and, uh, you know, well, yeah. you know, people are stupid. Well, I'll say this. You know, I'll always say this, too. They work a goddamn ass off for it, too. So, I mean way it is it is i mean i you know oh, absolutely and that's the way i've always looked they don't take a lot of time to play like a lot of uh, other cultures do and i'm not knocking anybody that does but while a lot of people are out playing their ass was out working and building businesses oh uh, yeah, absolutely and that's why they're at what <laughs> they're know, at. And, and and that's true of so many uh so many ethnic groups uh yeah. asiatic cultures being one of them too yeah. Um, you know, people come here from Vietnam and Korea and everything else. Within a year, not only do their kids speak English, but they're on the honor roll at school. And it's not because that they have some, you know, genetic powers that the rest of us don't. It's just that their their parents keep, you know, keep on them all the time. You know, you, you come home, you do your chores, you do your homework, and you do all this other stuff. And then you go to bed and do the same thing the next day. Right. And uh, we have none of that. Our, as as an American culture, you know the the, the the I guess you could say the melting pot for everybody collectively. There's none of that structure in our society anymore. That is gone. Oh, kids yeah. do whatever they want. Parents don't care. They spoil their kids. Um, and I'm not saying there aren't some good parents out there because of course there are. Oh yeah. But a, a, as a whole, it's a very unstructured family environment that we have now with with children having very little uh responsibilities um and are expected to do very little even for themselves shit i bought, alone. My, I bought my first floor when i was my son's age six years old no shit i can take you to the house and take you to the floor and show you exactly which floor i bopped yeah and, and i was cleaning uh, tubs not much older than that because i was i mean hell i got friends man that were 18 years old didn't even know how to make up a fucking bed at 18 years old, that's no shit. Yeah. Didn't even know how I've to always, make up a bed. I've always been amused by the immigrants are lazy thing, too, because while I've never met a lazy immigrant my entire life, like with all the ones no. I've ever worked with, I, I've met plenty of lazy-ass, fat-ass Americans who are pretty yeah. awesome. Uh, yeah, it's just pretty, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. A it's just projection. And spoiled in... Pro- go ahead, I'm sorry. It's projection all around, you know? Yeah. Spoiled, entitled culture is what we've become. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And that's like we've said before here on the show. It's just Americans want to go to college but don't want to do any other kind of jobs. And then, then they say, well, the immigrants come over here, they're talking about how they're stealing their jobs. No, asshole. They're just taking what you don't want to work. Honestly, if you lose in a job like contest to someone who doesn't even speak English, you just suck. <laughs> <laughs> There's no excuse for you. <laughs> Like, oh well, 
Jorge got the got the house build job because I showed up on crystal meth and like you know tried to steal the tools. Give him immigrants taking our jobs. Like you're just kind of a worthless person, man. Like, just <laughs> stop. But this- one of the reasons I'm not against welfare or any of that is like you know if if you got people who like make it their job to cheat the system and spend hours and hours when they could be working to just sit around for free, is that someone you really want to have like employed at your company or you want to work with? I mean, yeah. really. Screw it. Give them the money. Let them watch TV. Get fat and die. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a that's an interesting uh, strategy. There, It'd be all right if the latter would happen a little happen a little quicker. My tax dollars didn't pay up for forty <laughs> or fifty fucking years. That'd be all right. But I mean, hell, think about it. They might hang in forty or fifty years, and I'm paying for that shit. That's yeah. Give them I- enough so that they can sit around and watch TLC all day, and I don't know, eat bonbons and not break into my car and whatever. I'll pay yeah. the extra taxes for that to keep you away from me. You know, here's the thing. I, I I don't like freeloaders as much as anybody else. Okay, but by the same token, there are the way our society is structured worldwide. You know, with with the you know work week and everything else, there are some people who are going to succeed in that structure, and there are some who are not. Yeah. And uh, I really, if I had my choice between uh, welfare of some sort for people who either can't or or aren't willing to, you know, work a structured life or paying for a corporate welfare. And that's where the real big money is going. That's what's kicking us in the ass. It's the people at the top, not at the bottom. Yep. You know, uh, and uh, just an example now, uh, this so-called recovery that started under Obama, okay, and has continued on now with Donald Trump. Uh, there's different estimates. You probably are aware of some of these studies, Jack, where they say up to 60% or so of this so-called recovery is going to the st- straight to the smallest 1%. Yeah, no, this, there's no uh, question of that. I mean, look at Walmart. Um, in a lot of their break rooms, they have, like, uh, how-tos on how to get food stamps and other government services because they pretty much acknowledge that they don't pay their employees or enough. <laughs> And uh, it saves them money to not pay them a living wage. So it gets shoved on the taxpayers. That's just one big example of it. And and you know what? You you could make the argument because a lot of these billion-dollar companies, billion with a B, a lot of these billion-dollar companies who won't give their workers more than 30 hours because they might have to give them health care, okay, they are contributing to the cost of health care as well. Because if if, if they were paying their, their employees a living wage... And including uh, benefits, that would take that burden away from the taxpayer. Well, one could even say too, if they were just to take all that, you know, extra money that they're dodging in taxes and medic or and medical bills and all that, and just pay it toward universal health care, it would work out better for everyone, especially yeah, absolutely. small businesses. You can make owners. that argument too. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. The thing I that mean, pisses me off about these companies is they'll do people like this, like you're talking about, not give them a decent wage and all this kind of shit. As sure as their turnover rate's high as fuck, and people aren't coming to work, they're calling out, and they're like, I don't understand why we got this going on. Maybe because your fucking ass sucks as an employer. That might have something to do with it. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, you, I mean you know how many people call off of work when they're working shit jobs like that so they can go find a better fucking job? I can tell you where I'm at now, I know of several people that aren't there anymore because they laid out of work and found another job. Just the truth. Yeah, it's, um, I don't know, but it's funny, though, because then the top can, you know, blame and 
uh, point down at the lower classes and say, oh, but they're the problem. We're giving them all this kind of money sitting around with their welfare clean Cadillacs and all that, when really none of that, it's them sucking up all the money. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite quotes is uh, Chuck Palahniuk in one of his books called Lullaby, where he said, Big Brother isn't watching you. He's singing and dancing, and he's pulling rabbits out of hats, and he's distracting you from what's really going on in the world and who's uh, and who's screwing you, pretty much to paraphrase. And I mean yeah. that's very true. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I, yeah. I've said that. For a long time. I mean, explain to me why profits are record high and have been record high since Bush for corporate, you know, you know, corporate profits and all that. Whereas, like, the pay scale has actually gone down if you look at inflation, and Americans are making less but having more bills to pay. That's one yeah. thing that pissed me off about Obamacare was that you're basically forcing someone who works two jobs and can't afford the 400 a month that's probably more than their rent for you know health insurance that probably won't pay out when they get sick and you're going to take their taxes the one windfall they have away from them yeah. i mean that's the one thing that trump's done that i agree with is he took away that uh that provision saying if you don't buy health insurance they take away your your uh your return uh, it's yeah. just it, it blows my mind yeah, that nobody that pays taxes i hate it, yeah, it hurts too. all of us and it was four hundred well, a month. So I know that because my aunt looked into it. <laughs> she was thinking about getting it when she didn't have any insurance. Whenever they had it, and she said, "Damn, ain't no way I can afford that." They said, that. And "I said, why is that?" She said, that. "I didn't even know it until she told me." She said, "They want four hundred a month to do that damn insurance." I said, "Well, what the hell kind of fucking universal is that?" Yeah, I don't know where this yeah. magical money tree is that like these idiot politicians like think exists. But if I can find it, uh, point me right to it, man, because I'd like to have enough money to pay for something like that. Uh, yeah, like when I quit my job. Dude, okay. Cobra wanted five hundred fifty yeah. a month. Yeah, I know that because Christina's dad was trying to look into Cobra. Yeah, he couldn't get. That's it. more than my rent. Yeah, that's more than my rent and most of my utilities combined. Yeah, yeah, that's shit, it's man. Just, it's ridiculous. I mean, maybe the politicians could afford four hundred a month, and that's when they hear four hundred a month, they're probably like, "Oh shit, that ain't nothing. I got that in my couch cushion." But the rest of us peasants down here. We don't have 400 a month to be able to spend no fucking insurance, whether you want to make it universal or not. It doesn't matter. And so that's not, you couldn't even compare that to Canada. They were trying to say, we got health care like, no, you ain't got health care like fucking Canada. Bullshit. So, Billy, I got a question for you. Sure, go ahead. What do you think is going to be the next bubble that's going to pop? Well, you know, I don't know if it's going to pop as big as the housing crisis did but i would be willing to bet that what's happening with subprime loans now with uh, car sales is going to be a problem and uh um you know you have, there's just a lot of people running around uh who can't afford these loans that are being um it, it, it's being sold to them and, and doing and, and and being done so very aggressively uh that i believe that's a problem and uh, right now, what's going on with the stock market right now, that's probably uh, that's probably going to start to get worse in the coming year because I, I believe that inflation and some other things are going to start to creep in. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Well, and, and you, Jack, what about you? Student loans. Student loans, that could be a good one, too. Yeah. yeah. I think that's going yeah. I think something's going to go down with that because, I mean, the, the costs <clears throat> for college keep getting higher and higher. And we've got people paying more for their student loans every month than for their mortgage or for their food yeah. or any of that i mean eventually what are you going to stop paying are you going to keep the roof over your head or are you going to uh keep throwing money at the you know the school that you graduated yeah. from that may or may not have gotten you a good job in the first place and i think that's right. going to or if the student loans you know can't be discharged from bankruptcy they can't pay mortgages anymore and it snowballs 
and I think that's going to hit yeah. the housing crisis. So it's going to be one or the two that's going to burst, I think, within the next five years. That yeah. could be. Or less. Yeah. I mean, granted, I'm not an economist, but uh, it's like uh, my, my brother-in-law pays something like $900 a month for his student loans. Jesus. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Jesus. Yeah, yeah that's, that's why I'm not going back to school, man. Yeah, I'm not going back to that. That's one of the reasons why I went back. Another one of the reasons of the time and that. It's just like, damn, I don't want another damn loan on top of another loan. Yeah. And the field I want to go into, unless I did strike it rich, I'd be all the rest of my fucking life trying to pay off that. You know, there's been talks about making medical debt undischargeable by bankruptcy, too. See yeah. how that works out. I mean, yeah. Uh, well, okay. hey, we got to pay $80 billion for this stupid goddamn wall. Yeah. Well, Kevin Spacey, he did uh, go to court today for his arraignment. Uh, I think it was March 4th. His court date's been set, I think they said. So, uh, oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I hate that, too. I mean, I'm not saying what he did was good. That ain't what I'm saying. But I, I loved him as an actor. And that really pissed me off. He, that, he got, not that he got yeah, caught. Th- there's that, been some good, uh, yeah, people that were considered uh, in oh, high Cosby, favor have yeah. really gone down. Yeah, there's been a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Spacey was, was one of my Cosby favorite man. actors, too. See, I liked House of Cards. I watched that. As soon as he, this happened, they took him off of it, and I won't even watch it anymore. I won't even look at it. I don't care about seeing his wife be the president. I just don't give a shit. I just hadn't watched it since he took And I love that show, but since he's been taken off, I haven't even seen it. I won't watch it. Yeah. You know, there's something about that guy, um, Kevin Spacey. He, he, he just, I don't have any real reason. I, I don't have any, like, calculation or formula or anything for this. I don't know what it is. But there's just certain people that ring this alarm in me that says, this guy's a twit. Okay, uh-huh. and, and Kevin Spacey's one of those guys. Uh-oh, There's some okay. about him. That I, I, the the twit alarm goes off with him. I, I I don't know why, but it just does. Right. Right. It's like times in life where you meet somebody and there's just like something's wrong with you. Yeah. I can't put my finger on it, but yeah. something about you is just unsettling. Oh, I believe that. Yeah, I believe that. Uh, I've had that <clears throat> happen many a times. So yeah, I agree. And like I said, I'm pretty you, sure uh, he's probably guilty of this shit. I mean, I'm not saying he ain't guilty, and I mean he should get whatever did, he gets. But did you see the uh, YouTube video that he did? That was strange. No, I haven't seen one that. Where, yeah. Wait, are you talking about the one where he like was trying to brush it all away by saying that he's finally coming out and living his life as a gay man, or am I thinking no. of another one? No. When, when the news of this uh, case broke, and you you can Google it; it's really easy to find. He does this real. Um, you can tell he's disparaging the uh, the charges, okay? And he's doing it in his character of House of Cards. Oh, and God. It's, it's, yeah, it's just really strange. Oh, I gotta see I, this. Yeah, that's. I, I mean, weird. I. W- oh yeah, it was just done here how, recently. Because I know how his character on House of Cards does. He'll look at the camera and start talking to it like he's talking to somebody. That's what he did. Oh my and, and, God. You know, he, and, and he's doing this real, uh, you know, I, I don't know how to describe it, this cutesy little routine and all these little innuendos. And, and he's talking to the camera just like he did in House of Cards. And he's in that character. I, I mean, if I was in his shoes, yeah, w- whether, you know, guilt or innocence aside, that is not the way no. to present yourself. No, well, you just shut up and fade to the background with your millions of dollars. Well, hey, look, I'll be honest with you in the arraignment today, because they showed the arraignment, if you look at it on YouTube. They showed him coming in, sitting down, all that jazz. 
And oh yeah, he was, he was he fine looked, in that. Yeah, sure. yeah, but he even to me he kind of looked a little. I don't know, a little off from what he normally is. I mean, like, I don't know, something yeah. like something wasn't right in his head or something. I don't know. But I hadn't seen that video. I have to go check that out. I'm yeah. a bit out of the loop on this. What exactly is he being charged with? Do you know? Yeah, he's uh, being a. Uh, I'm not sure if it's exactly, but it's some form of sexual assault. Yeah, it was, okay. with, a, it was with a guy, and it was somebody he worked with. He actually did something to him. Trying to get with him, and then yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. The, the allegations are that he put his hand inside the guy's pants and grabbed him, yeah, and then okay. had his hand in there for a while, you know, uh, several minutes or what have you. Okay, yeah. now, now hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Whoa, 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 brother, hang on, hang on man. All right, now grab right. a guy and put your hand in his pants and grab it, and you're there for a couple of seconds or so. That's harassment. Yeah. You get your fucking hands off me, asshole. I'm fixing to beat your goddamn teeth out. All right. Well, but if you walk up to me and he you was grab a bus boy. Okay, that's fine. But if you come up to me, I don't give a shit who you are. Don't make a damn what your position is in life. And don't make a fuck what you are, celebrity, non-celebrity. I don't give a fuck who you are. You can start from the top all the way down. You put your hands in my pants and they're there for a few minutes? I'm enjoying something. I'm sorry. That's well, just the, the facts. You're not going to have your the, hand down a good man's pants for a few minutes. Well, some yeah, people the do just kind of freeze, though, too. Yeah, you yeah. Know? That, that's that's the thing. The, the, the allegation is that this was, uh, you know, a, a very wealthy, famous, powerful individual, and this kid was 18 years old. Now, he apparently he said he was 20 something in the course of the conversation, but in fact, he was very young. He was working as a busboy. He was starstruck by this guy. And uh, apparently, <clears throat> excuse me, apparently, now this is the allegation, the way I understand it. So absolutely research this yourself. But the way I understand it is he started buying the guy drinks and got his uh, inhibitions down. Okay, which is something we've heard before. Uh, yeah, that happens yeah. with women yeah. all the time. And it yeah, does. That, that could happen. Okay, that's, I didn't know about the drinks. There, there, there's nothing new about this strategy. Okay, it just so happens. And in this case, it was, you know, man to man. And if you add in the alcohol, if you add in the starstruck older person, powerful figure, et cetera, into this, the kid was frozen. He wasn't sure what to do. And he was very upset, went home and told his mother right away. Apparently, his mother was some sort of a reporter or something. I'm not exactly sure about that. But, uh, yeah, this is how that all broke. Okay. Well, and, see, I didn't know about yeah. the drinks. I thought she was just... I thought he was like on a set. No, I mean, it's not like he walked up to somebody in yeah. the street and, and yeah, no, okay, that is not right. happening. Because I'm about to say, somebody put their hand in my pants. I don't give it. There ain't no way in hell. It gonna be knuckles and bows, brother. Yeah. Now here again, we have to. I, I always say this: no matter who it is, whether we like the person or not, we have to let the facts bear out. True. There could be more to the story than what we than what we know. And uh, we don't want to jump to any conclusions. And I, I say that about people I like and I don't like equally. Okay, right. like I, I, I don't particularly like Kevin Spacey. I like uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. I hope he's innocent. But in both cases, we have to let the facts bear themselves out. Right. So we'll just see. Yeah. Right. I just find it weird that Spacey's so famous and so well known as an actor that he could probably bang any dude that he wants. Absolutely. For right. the most yeah, part, I've he goes after this eighteen-year-old kid. It just doesn't make sense to me. Well, I, I think it, you know, getting back to the psychology of that, it's the power trip. Right. 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 Yeah, that's the that's part of the turnoff. That's part of the turnoff. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, and he and it's, I, kind of, it's kind of like every time you see those headlines about like the hot blonde teacher who like you know she's like a nine out of ten and she gets caught like banging some thirteen year old student. She's yeah. like, why? Like, what yeah. is? You know, you can have pretty much anyone you want. You have your pick of the human race, and that's what you go yes. for. Yeah, it's it, it's the uh, it's the dynamic of being in control. Yes, so. And, uh, you know, quite frankly, I, we all make jokes about, well, that's a lucky 13-year-old kid. But, you know, I'm going to be really honest. Going back when I was that age, I mean, I, there were there were some teachers that I had that I, I felt were very attractive, you know. And quite frankly, if that would have happened to me, I'm not being serious, I'm not sure I could have handled those emotions. Oh, no. I, I'm, not, I'm not sure I could have. Well, it's right. going to warp your view on, like, normal sexuality for the rest of your life, too. Yeah, I mean, I mean uh, it, it, you know, as an adult, as the, the adult me, you know, going back in time, and yeah, as the adult me that I am now, yeah, it'd be great. <laughs> okay, yeah. But, well, yeah. Uh, yeah. The other thing I don't get, too, is if you're going after, like, a middle schooler, like a 13-year-old boy, are those two pumps you get are really going to be that great? I mean, is yeah. it really worth I, it? Yeah, yeah. It is. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I would have been scared to death if that if I had been in that situation. Quite frankly, I mean, I would have been excited, but I've been I would have been felt out of place. I would I would have been embarrassed to go back into school the next day. I want to know how to act around the girls my age. Right. I, I would have been just I would have been weirded out. Yeah, and it's easy to make the joke. Well, boys enjoy it, but it, yeah, I'm going to be you know just honest here. Not not every boy has the emotional capability or the maturity to be able to handle that. Yeah, no, of course uh, that's, not. That's quite a lot. Yeah. yeah. I want to end the show with this. Um, this is the 20th anniversary of The Sopranos. I don't know if y'all ever watched. Oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I think you watched the show, didn't you? Billy? Oh, yeah. I thought you had. I've, actually, I've never seen an episode of that. Well, i tell you what. What it did for cable television is uh, monumental. It was the first cable series, television series from cable to win outstanding drama in 2004. It was the very first one to ever do that. And after The Sopranos did, it seems like that they start, the Emmys started stepping up and recognizing cable television more whenever the, Tony Sopran- when the Sopranos started taking off. Uh, Tony Soprano, James Gandolfini, is the only character to appear in every episode of The Sopranos. And I don't know if you knew this or not, Billy, but Livia Soprano, his mother in the show, the last few, okay. show, the last few scenes that they shot with her, were not her. They were yep. shot in CGI due oh. to her death in the year 2000. She died before the show. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't either. I, that was, I, I thought I knew everything about The Sopranos, but I actually found that out today. Uh, that, that, was, that one particular fact, I did find that out today, that uh, the last few scenes of her, because the last season she wasn't in very, that she was in, I think was the third season, she wasn't in very much anyway. And because uh, yeah. she was in the nursing home, they just show her from time to time. And after they showed it, and it was re- it was really well done because when they ended up showing the scene with her CGI, you, after they pointed it out and put the light on her face, you could tell it. Yeah, yeah. But before that, I just never noticed it. You know, I just never paid no attention. But yeah, she had she actually died a year uh, during the second season because uh, back. Go ahead. Go ahead, David. I was just going to say, back in the day, um, when I was doing a lot of nightclub work. Uh, Sundays were a good night for me to just relax because I had a big night Friday night. Now you either did a wedding or I worked with a band on Saturday night. So when when Friday rolled around and I had to start my day job on Monday, or excuse me, when Sunday rolled around and I had to start my day job on on Monday on top of everything else, I really enjoyed just uh, relaxing and, and you know taking in HBO. Right. And at that time, uh, the Sopranos were on, I believe, at eight o'clock, if I remember mm-hmm. correctly. 
and then Six Feet Under came on after that. Mm. And I used to watch. I used to. Those were some great, great shows. Yeah, both those of were, them. Yeah, they were. Yeah, I didn't get to see Six Feet Under after the fact, but I finished it and it was great. But uh, yeah, Sopranos is by far probably my favorite show of all time. I mean, just or it ranks way up there because it was just so well written. Huh? Given how long ago that was, that must have been some impressive CGI for its time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. uh, That would have been two thousand one. I think was her last. Her last yeah. scenes would have been 2001, I believe. Because she yeah, dies. It was I'm not trying to ruin good. it for nobody, but yeah. she dies toward the beginning of the third season. That was actually yeah, one of CGI my... CGI was already... Yeah, it was pretty good by then. I mean, uh, Jurassic Park was in like 92, 93, right yeah. there somewhere. Yeah. And that's the one that really lit off the CGI. So. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> but the thing that got me, though, that's one of my favorite scenes in The Sopranos, just to bring it up, was whenever she died, and that guy comes down there and goes, I'll do all of my talents. I'll work all my gifts. <laughs> Tony Soprano's like, well, yeah. buddy, this isn't The Godfather. Because <laughs> he was quoting that Godfather. I guess he thought he was dealing with the Corleones or some shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a great line. That, that show had <laughs> such great lines all the way through it. All the way through it. I mean, it was just a phenomenal show. If you ever get a chance to check it out, you need to check it out. Jack. Yeah. It's, it's a good show. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. But, you, but on the other hand, you are right. Sometimes uh, CGI effects can really date the show. I mean, I'm sure that's oh, not yeah. as good as they are today. Oh, no. Uh, and and I'm still, uh, you know, I'll still say this. I, I believe that CGI is starting to get to the point where it's overused. Now, some of these mm. movies look, look like video games. They really yeah, do. I agree. I agree. I can't yeah, stand too like much CG. That's why I, I tried to watch Transformers one day, and I don't even think I got 10 or 15 minutes into it, and I cut it off. I was like, this is shit, man. Yeah. I mean, it's like every damn stuff flying through the goddamn air and everything. Just ain't a damn real thing in the whole damn movie, except for the two people that got sitting in the green screen. And I'm like, the hell with yeah. this shit. <laughs> I mean, hell, they ain't even acting. They're standing there in the green screen. I mean, I'll give them credit. And for sometimes it still looks fake. Yeah. It still looks fake. Oh, yeah. yeah it it must- still looks it must be weird to act like that when you have like another character CGI'd in and you have to talk to him in front of a yeah. green screen. I don't know how well I do with that. I, yeah, I, well, I, you I, know, a lot of times. Go ahead. I, I was going to say a lot of times the other actor isn't there. That was a big debate when uh, the movie Heat came out with uh, Robert De Niro and uh, Al Pacino, and uh, you know the big deal that the buzz in the industry was at the time of these two legends who you know had the background with The Godfather and all this that they're going to be you know having these powerful scenes together. And then this rumor started that they were never on set together. Mm. And if you, if, when you go back and watch that movie, like when they're sitting at, the, at this dinner table, they're in this restaurant and they're having, the way the camera is shot, you always see one or the other from behind, you know, the back of their head and the other. And both of them didn't need to be there. Right. So it, it, you, if you can imagine doing that scene without the other actor there. Yeah. That's weird. Uh, that that would movie. be weird. Yeah. That was a good yeah, movie. Yeah, it was fantastic. I yeah, it was the, really good. Yeah. I went to the theater and saw that. I remember when it came out. That was a good. I, movie. I don't remember if that was ever uh, if that was ever announced that they were ever actually on screen uh, on screen together. I'm, uh, that that's something you guys can you know, I'd be you, I know you guys look like into. Yeah, because I know yeah. a lot of times that I know not to bring in, but, but like the Hobbit. Whenever uh, I think it was the second one, might have been well, might have been the first one. Christopher Lee he plays Saruman, and uh, at that time his health was starting to go down already. Yeah. And uh, to shoot his scenes where they're at a castle and they're talking about everything going on, they actually flew to London 
with, with and uh, shot him sitting at a table looked just like it, and then they mixed in oh. uh, the other stuff to make it look like he was sitting at the table with them because he was just not helping right. to go. But they wanted him in the movie, so they went and did it. So uh, there's a lot of shit like that that happens in movies. A lot of people don't know if you ever just watch the bacon of, you'll find out a lot of stuff about stuff like that. It's pretty interesting. To me, it's interesting. Some people that ruins the movie for me is just interesting. Oh yes, yeah. But uh, well, I ain't got nothing else. Uh, you got anything? I'm good, man. All right. Well, with that being said, I guess we'll be back Monday night at 11. You going to be able to join, Jack? Um, I may be up in Elyria. I'm not okay. sure. I'll let you know, though. Okay. Okay. I don't know if I'm coming back on um on Sunday, Monday, or Tuesday. It just depends on what goes on with my buddy's birthday. So. Okay. So you might just get in a 48-hour haze yeah. there. I hear you. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's gonna, I'm probably not going to remember much of it. It's going to be a, a three-day-long blackout, but whatever. Right. Uh, but yeah, if I'm back on Monday night and I'm not too hungover, I'll uh, I'll definitely let you know. <laughs> All right. All right, Dev. Well, we'll be back Monday night at 11 o'clock, one way or the other. Y'all have a good weekend and uh, be safe. And hopefully, we get through some of this crap we got going on in the world today. I tell you, it's a mess. I feel it, man. All right, y'all have a good one. You too, buddy. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive Number One, Number Two Employee. Leave a message at the. Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations.